Our podcast is totally funded by you, the audience. If you'd like to help us with the podcast, just go to our Patreon page and subscribe. Patreon.com forward slash pretender to contender. You'll get all the episodes in video format, HD video format, and you'll also get a lot more stuff when you subscribe. Go check it out. Patreon.com forward slash pretender to contender. I'll fade us out. I hope that sounds good, everybody. Doing a lot of guessing of levels here. First time live. First time in the same place here at the uh, the lovely comic strip studios. As oh, you like the, I like that nice little fade quick of the music. Hello, everybody. I can even look straight into the camera if I feel like it. And uh, is that Andrew over there, Manning? The uh... how's it going, folks? Hey, Andrew. <laughs> I love it. You have your mic in your hand. You're able to read all the comments. We want to say right at the top of this episode of Pretender to Contender, it is episode 55, that uh, people at home who are watching right now, or as they slowly come on, this uh, this episode, we have a producer here, Andrew. How's it going? And uh, Andrew is manning all the comments. So what's going to happen, every like 15, 18 minutes, something like that, uh, Andrew's going to bring us the good comments and the good questions and try to keep them try to keep them on subject here. It's like we're going to be talking about uh, our lives, our week, whatever has gone on since our last episode, as uh, you guys did the last episode without me while I was in, in Florida mm-hmm. and pretended I was at at the bathroom for like did you ever tell them at the end? I think you never told them at no, the end that I you were just in the bathroom the entire time. <laughs> you never let them know that I was I mean, not. You, you could have been in the bathroom in Florida. They, they don't really know. That's true. Yeah. And and where where was that when you were recording it? At my mom's in New Rochelle. Yeah, I remember. And and, and of course, typical me. I had uh, fa- I had feedback for Andrew a little bit. And, and did you agree with my slight feedback, or did you disagree? I mean, I guess for your your my audience, podcast. Yeah, for sure. Right. As we uh we have no power on the, there we go again okay uh, 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 yeah, right. yeah yeah Joe's yeah. working with a beat up laptop charger uh, yeah it's a bad laptop charger uh yeah so my my only feedback and it and, and it only comes from because you read on my Facebook group for the podcast someone wrote like a negative comment in there what, what do, do you remember what they said exactly just like it's not my taste I turned it off after sixty seconds <laughs> it's not my taste I was pumped. <laughs> it's like bring on the haterade. <laughs> yeah, there was the, the haterade. They, they, they weren't hating, and and and, and, and the Chris, Chris Daniel was the one I remember that wrote the comment. And Chris is like, I call him like a, a Joe super fan. He's been following me for a really long time. So when you're dealing with guys like that, they're gonna want the show to be what it is already. So when you guys come on and do some other thing. That's all that just, happened there. I just and missed you. It's yeah. kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so and, and, and my we're going to be talking about bisexuality later, so speak, Yeah. So Yeah. Chris is probably a little bisexual. No, he's, <laughs> he's very not. He's very not bisexual. I don't think so. I stalked uh, his Facebook already. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very I'm Hi, very Chris. not. <laughs> I was just busted. I'm probably a little more uh I'm a Chris than, super than, fan now. than Chris, but I mean, I'm definitely hetero. 
but uh you know i did relate to uh i did relate to a gay joke though that ted alexandro did about that he's heterosexual Mm -hmm. but every once in a while like somebody he bumps into makes him go like when you see he's like a really certain like good-looking guy and that joke really made me laugh because i was like i i can relate to that that doesn't mean you like guys but i do notice when there's a guy and I'm so narcissistic. When I see a guy that's like handsome, yeah, I just wish I looked like him. Like I don't want to have sex with the guy. Yeah. I just go. You why, could, why couldn't I look you like? You want to steal his powers through your dick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. J- Joe, you need to you need to have merch that says "definitely hetero." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. And yeah. I need merch that says "mad bisexual." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so. Uh, so basically, yeah, my my only note to Andrew was that because he's been working on his stage persona and you've been talking about that on the Pretender to Contender podcast, how you wanted to be on the weirder side and kind of mess with the crowd. And I said, don't smile and laugh, really fuck with them and, and keep it going. So you did that a little on the podcast with uh, Frankie. And I thought, I don't think it's like it works a couple times but if you start to do it a lot and it's obvious it's like it's not funny and it, i feel like it's a disconnect in the podcasting world i think it's because you're listening on air airpods or wherever most people are listening to a they're they're rarely watching it like they're the podcasts were not meant to be looked at you know right, right. so um if they are then it's different then you can go different ways if you're doing some sort of podcast it's meant to be video but i feel like this is more of an audio podcast that happens to be on a camera so if you you hear that folks watching at home you're doing it wrong (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that was my only note that if you're like gonna try to fuck with me and say some lie to get a laugh if it's I don't know. I'm I'm almost confusing myself right now. Yeah. He confuses me sometimes with that. He was telling my roommate that uh, in the Olympics that painting used to be an Olympic sport, and she brought it up to me later and was like, "I can't believe that was that was a thing." And I'm like, "You know, I'm like, you got to be careful with Andrew recently. He's been telling a lot of lies, and then it turned out to be true. <laughs> it was <laughs> so. a true one. It is true. It is true. Yeah. So, so but I told her not to believe him. <laughs> Actually, I mean, I heard it on a podcast, so they could have been lying. But oh, I don't. Sh- it was. It wasn't. <laughs> it, it wasn't a comedy podcast. Though. Oh, it wasn't. It was no. serious. It was okay. about William Butler Yates, and his brother was an Olympic painter. Okay, I can't follow that. So, what, so, so, so what, what was the lie? There was no lie. There oh, was okay. no what lie. What was the lie she thought? She what thought was that it that you said? It sounded crazy, Olympic painting. I'm like, he made that shit up. Oh, but he didn't. But because he had been doing this thing recently yeah. where he tells these lies. Well, you know what they call that. I mean, that's just an old... Wives Andrew, tale. Andrew, what do they call that? You know what they call it. Troll- I'm on Adderall right trolling. now. Trolling, not trolling. It's, a, it's, it's the old- boy, the boy who cried wolf, right? Yeah. So if oh, you yeah. lie yeah, a lot, yeah. then you're telling the truth. No one's gonna believe it. Mm. Yeah. So I find that when people are listening to podcasts, because this was my take, and you can disagree with it. You, Frankie, and and uh, and and Andrew have such unique kind of lives compared to most people share that like you don't need to lie like to be in because i because someone wrote on also wrote on the facebook page what 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 do you think makes a a a good podcast or a good good podcaster somebody asked and i'm curious i'll we should all answer that question because i think 
and it'll probably be different than you, but when someone's engaging and interesting and so honest that they're, they entertain me, that's what I look for. Yeah, I mean, I think there was vulnerability there, too. Um, and everyone's glazing over that. Yeah, right. but what do you think, Andrew? I'm w- interested to hear what your— What do I think makes a good Because we've podcast? had this conversation before, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I, we don't dis- we, uh, we disagree on it, I think. Uh, on what's a good podcast? What makes a good podcast? Um, I think lots of advertisements. <laughs> uh, well, that means a— that means a uh, a profitable podcast, but that no, could be I different than a listening good. listening to the ads. Only. You like the yeah. ads. <laughs> you like knowing what to buy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to buy things otherwise. Mm-hmm. Well, what is your favorite podcast to listen to um, and why? I really, I've been listening to a lot of um, Macaroni Bros lately. That's, don't know. That's Mike Vecchione, Greg Stone. Oh, podcast. that's their new podcast, yeah. I like that. And um, why? Because that they have they have good advertisers. <laughs> no, come on! I want a serious answer. <laughs> this isn't a comedy podcast. We just gave right? we just gave you <laughs> we just gave you the advice. And you're like, I'm not taking it right off the I bat. Mean, immediately, I'm like, are you are you fucking with us? <laughs> Even your own fiance doesn't know when you're fucking real or not. Oh, She's confused. I'm making a commentary on the nebulous nature of reality and life in general. <laughs> You've been spending too much time in VR, Andrew. Um, <laughs> so what makes wh- what makes you. you like that podcast? Vulnerability. That vulnerability is huge. Is huge. So if you're making up goofy lies, it's, it's probably very. How do you be vulnerable and lying at the same time? Duncan Trussell does a great job. Of does he? That. How and how does he pull that off? Certain episodes he's vulnerable. Certain episodes he's not. And then sometimes you can tell when he's making shit up because it's so off the wall and and fanciful and crazy that it's obvious you think it's possible to be vulnerable and be making shit up at the same time not at the one yeah actually yes i really give me an example how you could possibly do that um you just pivot you base the lies off of a vulnerable truth okay so you get you you you, all right you bring a little bit of yourself into the you bring a little real into the bullshit you start with the truth and then you start making and then you veer out yeah. That's right. That's a tough skill to met to. That's what uh, I'm working on on stage. That's what I'm trying to do. Oh, okay. And so I told you to do something that <laughs> is totally counterproductive, which is like, don't do that here, but do that on stage. Yeah. Okay. What other people, uh, Andrew? Is anyone? I'm curious if. I'm, first of all, I, I, there could be nobody watching live right now. I have no fucking idea. I don't trust live streams. Sometimes I think it's not even working. But I would love to know uh, what their thoughts are on that, like um, how they feel about somebody being dishonest on a podcast to try to get a laugh. I'm guessing the people that listen to me, because every joke I do on on stage is based in 80% truth, and then there's about a 20% exaggeration to get it to be funny. You have to exaggerate a little bit to get stand-up to be funny. Um, Turbo Neil Breen said, hot start. <laughs> I have a feeling that was sarcastic. <laughs> that definitely was sarcastic. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> let's just skip that subject. So that's his take. I mean, I, I want to get into it. I want to get into it. I don't know uh, who wants to start first and, and, and tell us because I haven't seen you or talked to you guys well, in a you couple talk, of Well, you start first because you weren't on the last episode, right? 
No, you guys were. So yeah, yeah let's talk about your Miami vacay and and you said you were bummed out there and what what's going Well, yeah, on that's what I posted about for people to leave voicemails and you can still leave them and we'll play them uh towards the end of the show. Our that's voicemail the- is 951-298-9899 and I think it's probably scrolling at the bottom of the screen the too. The last four numbers are 9899. Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> that means that's as much as I can remember. Oh. So I just wanted to help people oh. if they just didn't know the last four numbers. 951-298-9899. And you can leave a voicemail, and if we like it, we'll play it at the end of the show. Uh, my computer is set up to have them all on here. So uh, basically, since I saw you guys, I, I went to Florida. Mm-hmm. I did some gigs down there. And I flew down there before my wife and kids got there. And I was originally supposed to do way more gigs, but like three of them got canceled because of COVID, which was weird. I don't really think it was because of COVID. I think there was just, it wasn't, I don't know. I don't want to shit on the booker. I never worked for him before. Seemed like a nice guy and seemed organized, but the things got canceled for some reason. Sucked because they were pretty decent money. But the gigs in Miami stayed. But I was supposed to fly into West Palm. So instead, I hung out with a a friend of mine who I hadn't seen in, like, probably 10 years. And before that, I hadn't seen in 10 years. And before that, I hadn't seen in 10 years. We, like, actually met when I was 20 in St. Martin when I was doing one of my first road gigs. I was there for a, a month doing a gig. And I met this guy, and he loved comedy, and we became friends, and he turned me on to the Jerky Boys and sent me all their cassette tapes back then. And we've stayed in touch all these years. He was going to be in West Palm. He invited me to come down, and I ended up just fucking playing golf a couple days, which threw you for a loop when you go, I didn't even know you played golf. Like, you you thought you knew every single thing about me. You know that Jerky Boy thing where he goes, Come to Florida, Peplo. I am touching your ass. That's that's a real... That's a real... Jerky boy. I wonder that's if that's why he wanted you to come to Florida. He was inspired by that. <laughs> he ended up buying a place down there, and he wants to, he's spending his winters down there because his kids are older than mine. They're, his are in their twenties, so he's at a point in his life where he's like, "I don't need to. I don't need to be here and freeze my ass off." And uh, so, basically, what I posted asking people for what they thought and what you know, maybe a little bit of advice on it is. That was all fine. Then I did the gigs in Miami. Those were good, except for one was fucking terrible. Maybe I should share this, too. The first show in Miami, I'm doing my one-man show. I got... The guy was all into it. He went, He's a real tech guy. He wanted to set up the screen and have the pictures that I do for Remember When. And uh, he had all kind of cool lighting in, this, in the place. And uh, the first show... And it was so funny because I forgot. I forgot that this comedy club does open bar, which is the worst fucking thing for stand-up comedy. And I, I, I forgot. Not only was it a bad mix, I've also had this problem always in my comedy career when I go into conservative areas, when I go to a red state. Sometimes I have trouble. Because I'm, I, And someone said to me, why? I would think you'd like a conservative audience better. Somebody said that to me, and I was like, well... 
What I find why I don't like some of these conservative audiences, and maybe I'm stereotyping, and it's not all conservative audiences, because I've had, I opened for Dennis Miller once. He's as conservative as they get. His audience was great. But when you go to a comedy club and you're not known and you get this conservative audience, they tend to misbehave and fucking get hammered and just act like dicks. Like they were just totally talking my whole show and I was ignoring. Then I was trying being quiet on stage. Maybe that'll make them talk softer to each other. Nothing was working. Like they just kept fucking talking. You got something, Andrew? Was that? What do you mean? You look like you had something to say. I, I was just, oh, I was just, I was just saying, like maybe they're not used to having a good time, so it's like they go to the comedy club to like let loose. I don't know what it is. It's like those certain audience that I find, even though my stand-up is not intellectual, mm -hmm. intellectual audiences like me the best. When I go to a very educated audience, I I have great sets, and and then you go to like an area where like. They're fucking hammered. It's all you can drink. They're like a couple, you know, they look like some of these guys look like just fucking bikers or truck driver guys. So this one, I thought I was going to get in a fight at one point. I haven't had that. It's what's good. What's you told me, you said, come on, you want to you do this? I'm not going to punch you. Didn't you say that? I, I go, do you want to do, do you want to do that? I, I forget how I started it. Thank God this guy didn't fight me because he was like twice my size. He was older than me, but he was like, he looked like he was about 6'5", right? Man. And he stood up and I'm on the stage and he was like, I think he was taller than me even with me on the stage. And uh, you know what pissed me off about him is there was two ladies that were acting out of hand. And when they acted out of hand, they were high-fiving each other. It was like, I'm a fucking loud interrupter. Yeah, you do that. They were high-fiving each other. Oh, and I was like, you guys are so bad at being audience members. And then the guy stood up and he was just like, you're being a, like, you're being a, I've had this before. They call me, like, they think I'm out of line for getting upset that they're being disrespectful. Like that you're, as a comedian, you're supposed to be able to just take it and just barrel through your comedy and not worry about it. Which, to a point, you probably should do. Mm -hmm. But I have, a, I have trouble, and sometimes what's great about being on antidepressants, I say, is if I get pissed and, like, want to fight someone, they're being a major asshole. Because I can't get angry anymore. <laughs> like, it does not I, happen. I, I feel like the times when I get most upset is when I have it in my head the way I'm going to perform. I'm going to do these jokes. This is how it's going to go. And that's the the show I'm doing tonight. Right. But when I'm when I come at it with a more like I'm gonna just fucking flow. I don't know what's gonna happen. Then I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's probably another reason why I get madder is when I'm if I'm doing my Remember When show. One of the things that I take away from that trip to Miami also, which is I'm never doing it in a comedy club again. This is only for theaters. And I had watched John Leguizamo's Freak in the past couple of weeks. I've watched it twice, and it just I loved it, and I was like, that's what I want to do. Like, I want to do a real one-person show in a theater. I don't want it to be just stand-up with pictures, which it, I can do have in a comedy done? club, but I, I'd rather it... If I go to a comedy club, I'd rather have no pictures at all, and I'm just doing stand-up. Joe, you should do, like, Rochester Fringe Festival. 
That's a big fringe festival. It's not that far away. Yeah, I need to do those kind of things more. Like I, I the next one that I do is on April twenty third at the City Winery in Philly, and I've never been to the City Winery here in New York. Have you been to it? Yeah, yeah, it's it, nice. It's, is it more of a theater? I haven't I haven't seen a show. I just went to a dinner there. Oh, okay. I think it's like a more of a theater. No tables, no waitresses coming in and out and serving drinks. Because mm. that, that's when you run into these problems. And like you said, you're way able to stay in a funny, goofy mood if you're just doing stand-up and you don't have this. When you got pictures and there's a strict script and I got to get – I can't stop. A guy's running it. I have to do all the pictures. And if you start fucking interrupting me, my show is going to end up being two hours long because yeah. I have or to – Or you're just going to leave it hanging and then that's yeah. going to be shitty. Well, that's what ended up happening. And I, I, I almost am proud of myself because I've only done it twice in my career. And this is a sign I'm evolving, I think, as a man. <laughs> Even though a few people have sent me nasty emails – when, if they were at a show where I instead of getting mad and getting in an argument, I just leave. I just I get, I say good night and I just fucking leave. Frankie I don't even. So at one time I didn't even get paid and I didn't care, and I felt like wow that was a good move. I I think that was the correct move. Frankie, what would it take for you to just leave mid set? To leave mid set? Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. Uh, Have you ever had a set where they're just the whole room's just not watching you and they're talking? Mm. And you just lost all. I mean, I didn't lose all of them. There were some people, that, but it was only like ten. I said, I said, three quarters of the audience was just totally Not immature yet. I assholes. I feel like I keep my cool pretty almost to a fault. Mm. Right. I'm just like, meh. <laughs> I've had times where I go, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I, I, I haven't done that in a while. There was one time there was an. I remember we did a show where audience was being so bad, and before Andrew got up on stage, I was like. Don't be mean to them. Because <laughs> I was like, you where know. Where was this? Shit, I don't remember where it was. But you remember what I'm talking about, right? I don't know. But I remember that show we did in Florida. We did a show at this, like, open air deck on a restaurant. Oh, it was yeah. so fucking terrible. That was shitty. And I, I wish I got video, though, because I was telling this chick. Uh, I, I don't know. I was giving it to them. I was like, you're a bad person. And the audience oh, clapped. Yeah. And I was like, you <laughs> fucking hate the Jews. To be honest, I think it could have. like, fuck them. I think it could be anywhere in the country. Like, it doesn't mean if it's a red state or a blue state. But when most comedy clubs, and almost all comedy clubs, don't do open bar. It's just something. I've never heard of that. And That's wild. It, this is how uh, this is one of the reasons why the comedy cellar is known as the best comedy club in the country. And I could I'm pretty sure I'm correct on this. Not only would they never do an open bar, I'm pretty sure they do a two drink maximum. Wow. They don't let you fuck. They won't let you get fucked up. And you know why? Because they're thinking long term. They're not going for making money right now. They know Jerry Seinfeld, Chris Rock. Dave Chappelle, all these big guys, Louis C.K., all these big guys are not stopping in to perform if there's a chance. There's nothing comedians hate more than the hammered interrupt. Like, it, it, no matter how funny you are, you're like, they, because those famous guys, they're dropping in to work on material. New shit. They want to work on it. They're not going to come to your club if you're known for drunks. So uh, comedy clubs out there. And, and this guy Mike's awesome. I love him. He does everything right. Except that. <laughs> don't do, and, don't Andrew, do that. Andrew, we got any more comments? Um, 
or questions or questions or concerns. I don't believe so. So when it, when it, a name pops up, does he that probably, just mean they're watching it? Do you know you have to scroll down the scene? I've more, scrolled. Right? It, I've scrolled down. I, I don't believe there's any nobody uh, commented yet. Okay. We got oh. we got Scott Eller and Peter Goldman uh, uh, tuning in. So. Uh, all right. Thanks. Uh, sh- All uh, right. Give a comment if you find something fascinating. Hey, yeah, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew, have <laughs> you ever gotten pissed off at a at a sh- audience? Um, I, I've 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 given people like them the finger, like I, but it's like I, kind of ironically, I guess. But I feel like I don't. Um, most of the time, I when it gets to that point of hostility and uh, interruption, I kind of just cl- either close off or I try to like. I try something, you know, either like I won't say anything or I'll just try to find the people who are pay- paying attention and just play to them. Well, That's I, the strategy. There's th- also, I mean, I don't know if you guys would agree with me on this. I find or I feel that you become a stand-up comedian because you're a flawed human being. I don't think people that have their shit together get into the stand-up comedy career. There's a flaw somewhere in there and everybody has different ones. So I used to say like, I'd literally be on stage talking about medication and my anger problem. And then, like, if and someone would just act, like, totally out of hand, and then I would get mad at them, and I'd be like, what did you think what I was saying was fucking made up? I'm like, I got fucking problems. Yeah. Like, here it is, you know? So, I mean, this isn't even really what I wanted this episode to be about. I mean, mainly what I wanted to talk about was after I did the two gigs— uh, on the Friday and the Saturday of the week, I got there on a Wednesday. And then Sunday, I drove back up to West Palm to meet my uh, my wife and my, and my kids. And we were staying with this woman who has stayed with us before. And I don't know if I vaguely told you this, but my wife's dad's adopted. And he never really wanted to find his real parents. But my wife did. She wanted to know and... And my wife's uncle was really into, like, doing the research and everything. And they they ended up finding their, their you know, real grand my wife's real grandparents. And they're, they're, both of them are not alive. But through the finding, she ended up meeting this woman who she hit it off with, who's, like, her second cousin. And she was had all this information about my wife's real grandmother. And all it was really fascinating. And my wife and her got, like, d- during covid like we're zooming all the time they became friends like i said she came up here we let her stay with us and she's like you guys should come and stay with us when we come when you come down you know if you ever want to come down to florida so that was one of the reasons we went down there we had free tickets from a different vacation that covid screwed up so we had credits so we got that and then uh we stayed with her and i noticed when I, whenever I go away, I, I find that I have trouble being, I don't even know how to pinpoint it. If someone has anxiety, you know, do you, you got to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. So <laughs> I'm saying, uh, when you have this ang- anxiety is a problem of mine. And before I was on meds, if I had to fly somewhere, 
my wife used to be like I couldn't even like sleep in the same bed with her. My breath would get bad for like a week, like a week or two Your in breath? advance. What you eat a lot of garlic? No, Just... I would I would just get like an a a sour stomach, oh. and my stomach would be gurgling because I was so was so afraid and had so much anxiety on flying on airplanes. Also, being on cruise ships freaked me out too. I get really anxious when I'm on them, and the fucking water's bumpy and turbulence on airplanes used to freak me out now on meds it doesn't bother me as much but i still get this underlying anxiousness when i'm away when i flew somewhere it's almost like i'm anxious to fly there and then when i get there i feel good for about a day and then you're like you got to fly back in seven days Mm. so i can't tell if that's what was going on or if it was that we didn't stay in a hotel what was that I don't know. Your your computer's still playing that. I was just putting it Oh, up. you want me to shut it off? Yeah, so we could answer questions at some point. Oh, but why I, didn't you just say that? Well, I, d- I was just prepping because I didn't think uh, music was still playing. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, yes. So uh, so I think my son had the the, the hardest time with staying. And, 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 and this woman listens to my podcast, So and I so love hanging around her. So I I had no problem with being with her yeah. in a strange house. Yeah. But I think my son did, and it made him not like feel as comfortable as he normally. He's like, if I wish we were in a hotel, like he said that. Yeah. And I didn't tell this well, woman that. I stayed with Frankie's parents, uh, in in Florida for like eight days, ten days. I don't. Not that long. Whatever. It was like five days. Yeah, but it was too long. Like yeah, I like one right. or two days was and it was very generous of them uh-huh. to host us and it was nice and their house is beautiful and they're great hosts. Yeah, she's an humble dude. She was such a good host that I think I gained ten pounds. Like nice. she was just waiting for me. She like she's one of these hosts that figures out what you like and she just stocks up on it. Like <laughs> she's like, here's a cigar. Like she just had a cigar. She smokes <laughs> cigars too. I want a cigar now. She just gave me yeah. a cigar and she all she had all the beer that I like in the fridge. She's uh-huh. like, you like stouts. I bought two six packs uh, of that's so coffee. Sweet. She's and then she makes all these homemade dishes and she's fantastic. Andrew, doesn't your dad homebrew stouts? Oh yes, Does he's he? a good ha- stout brewer, the man. Oh, I would love. I've never had a uh, home brewed stout. Glad we had Is an he opportunity kidding, or for that. He's making that up too. <laughs> you fucking jerk. He just went with you. Would you give him a sign? No. <laughs> he's like a little league coach. He's like, this, this means lie with me. <laughs> and this, this, Slide home. This is wipe. He, I wiped off the lie. He's wiped. He it gave off. wrestling. Sick. You want to nope. take some questions? <laughs> yeah. So no, 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 no one's. Uh, yeah. So I'm just, you know, I'm confused by myself. Why? Uh, why? It sucks because I, I like going away and I like looking at new places and I love visiting. You know, I'm trying to as crazy as this all sounds. Something I was working on today was trying to get gigs in Australia through a friend oh, of mine. Yeah. And that's like that's like a 24 hour airplane ride. Yeah. So, like, I'm able to fly far. But when I'm there, that I think the meds can only cover the anxiety a certain amount. They can't band-aid them well, all the well, way. Well, that's why I wanted to go to Mexico for a long-ass time because I get anxiety if I have to go to a place and then leave immediately, too. I like to, like, kind of live there for a minute. That's true. And you, I also get anxious just packing and and the going to the airport and hoping I make the flight. And, like, yeah. I even left my AirPods in the fucking <laughs> cab on the way home that which sucks. pissed me off lost expensive. some airpods yeah expensive. 
You know what? I learned a valuable lesson. I don't know if this might help you. Fucking, I'm never flying into in and out of Newark again. No. You know what? You can't when you fly in and out of Newark and you live in New York. What's yeah. wrong with Newark? You can't get Ubers to come to New York. They won't come. What? I, I got cold, I got shut down by three Ubers in a row. They were Try like, Lyft. Is it because of the tolls or something like that? That and they don't want to go really far and then have to drive back in a traffic jam, get over the bridge. They, they, how are they? You got to get the right Uber who's going to yeah, try to get another ride on the way back. I like JFK now. I think I'm only doing JFK because what, what was the thing that I figured out that that LaGuardia is fucking you with? I think LaGuardia is. Oh yeah, LaGuardia has what? so many fucking. You, no, they don't have nonstop Layovers, flights. Yeah, they they don't have fucking. Straight flights. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I didn't know That's that. You true. didn't know that. No. I like the only York. place you can fly direct out of LaGuardia is if you're going like you, you can go to Florida direct, or you oh, can go to a- not Atlanta. even that though. I fucking had to no? stop places in Florida. Not, never flying out of Laguardia again. I, I Fuck Laguardia. I, I like Newark. Newark's my go-to. It's the nicest airport. I think it's Holy easy. shit. One time I was in. I swear it. No one believes the story, but one time I went to Newark and I didn't go through security. Nice. You just walked on I the plane like you were I was famous. Like about to be a very I was not walking. Nice in, <laughs> I was walking. In, I was walking, and then all of a sudden, I was like, it, it was like a, a closed down security gate. And then all of a sudden, I was like, looked around. I was like, I'm at the gate. How did I get here? And I must have like, I don't know how That's they must drugs. have fucked up that day. But <laughs> no way. I didn't. I swear to God, one time <laughs> just, I flew out of Newark and I did not go to floated the right through security. <laughs> yeah. No, there was no security. I didn't walk through it. That's amazing. I don't know how you it happened. You also left your Maybe. bag in Mexico. <gasps> that was so scary. <laughs> she left her fucking backpack after checking in. And we're, found it? They, like, oh, had to shit. run up and you get it. had to go him. get it. She well, couldn't yeah, go they, like, back. took you. They, like, it wasn't like you walked onto the plane. You had to, like, walk with the leader down to a bus. Sure. And then that bus yeah. was going to take you to your plane well, with propellers. Th- that's what's... I had so many... And then many... we had to get on a little propeller plane. Propeller plane. I, I had so many just misses that day where I lost my AirPods. Like, mm. literally, I couldn't get the I couldn't get the Uber, right? And then I get the cab, which it cost one hundred and fifty dollars to get us back, right? Because we had to get a van and jan- mm. and fit all our stuff oh, in yes. there. We've got so many humans. And now because I got a cab, there's and I paid the fucking guy cash. Because it was like extra to use a credit card, so I was like, "All right, I got cash." And I paid him cash, right? And now I have no record of anything. So he and that feeling of him turning out of my neighborhood, and I'm like, "My," and he's gone. I'm like, "And there's no, nothing you can do. They're just gone." All right, let's it's take some terrible. questions. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? You What's the worst way you ever lost your AirPods? Oh, I have a good story about that, Andrew. What? Do you remember how I lost my... Oh, it fell off into the sewer? It fell into the sewer. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to One share... AirPod just fell One, off. I was trying to share a, share a song with Andrew, <laughs> and <laughs> I handed it to him, and then we both fumbled it, and it fell, and then I, like, almost caught it, and then it slipped through my fingers and went down the subway grate. Oh, you got so any bad. comments? Uh, <laughs> don't ask. Just fucking... He'll tell you when he's got some. So Peter Goldman... Uh, says uh, he wants to know why your uh, Connecticut radio show ended. Oh, that sucked. That's why it ended. Oh. That wasn't my radio show. I was. That was a. Uh, there was. A, she moved. First of all, she moved to the Midwest. The woman was living near me. She moved to the Midwest because she had to take care of her mom. That was one of these radio situations. I don't know what you call these, where you. 
you can pay for your radio you pay to rent the radio studio and now you sell advertising to to compensate yourself trans amalgamation Andrew's like oh advertising <laughs> Andrew perked up when he heard advertising no, he, he's he, like my he, favorite he couldn't wait to make up a new word <laughs> a, a made up word so so uh that's what happened to that show that was one of those where you had to she was getting advertisers and that was paying her money but it, it was i wasn't getting paid and and i was like i hated doing terrestrial radio and it would no one was listening it was on some really low bandwidth it was on like some am station in connecticut it sucked Fuck, man. so what does AM sorry stand pete for? <laughs> what? what does am stand for am stand for yeah am radio that's a good question what do you think how do you think pete feels though do you think pete liked it Pete, did you like it? What do you think of it? Did you masturbate while listening <laughs> to the radio? Yeah. Pete, Enough did you like the lies. advertisements? I think Pete is a transgender. Is he really? Yes. Oh, I remember. It's a she. I remember. Well, Pete. I, mean, I could be wrong. Pete, Pretty sure. What's the female of Pete? It's a male. Pitoria? It's a once male transgendered female. I'm not who getting involved in this conversation. Who is a fan of my, all my podcasts and used to do a podcast about I think me. I remember that. I think I lost them from the Patreon because she didn't like me. Yes, I think that's her. So, <laughs> so, so, so <laughs> Peter, Peter Goldman said, I loved it. He, so, yeah, you, you had a fan. Oh, you I had, had a fan. fan. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, that ended fast. It was, mm. it was a mess. Terrestrial radio fucking sucked. You couldn't say anything. And then have to have nobody listening at the same time. <laughs> be constrained. I'll be constrained if we got a big listenership and I'm getting paid. I'm doing it for free and nobody's listening. That's why I stopped doing it. I might as well do a podcast, you know. So, uh, so, yeah. all right. So, you guys, I want to hear what the hell's going on in your lives. Oh my! One, one God. at a time. My Fra turn. Yeah, you let's, talk. Let's Frank. go you to Frank. You haven't said a peep this whole time. I've peeped. You know, a little peep, one or peep two or peeps. Two. Yeah. Peep your pants. Come on. Peep and Tom. Um, I had a. I was gonna tell you guys that I had a fun week with my family. Okay. I said that like you, Andrew. That's Andrew's, <laughs> that's Andrew's inflection. My family. <laughs> you say family. They're nice. <laughs> I'm gonna impersonate Andrew. <laughs> okay. Um. He's actually helping me. <laughs> Because you don't realize you do that? I mean, I guess I do, but it's not intention. I can't do it intentionally. I'm just a good impersonator. So tell me, how was your family? I was there uh, half the time. Yeah. Yeah. My cousin, um, who lives in Italy, came here to visit. Her okay. boyfriend is a jazz musician, and he was playing Sick some shows jazz at the Vanguard, at the Village Vanguard. So we went and saw him perform. He's awesome. Um, Free tickets. Free tickets. Shout out Gregory <laughs> Hutchinson if you like some jazz music. I yeah. feel like Andrew, I don't know. Do you ever spend money and go see m live music? Because you're like an ex-musician, but I never hear you go, hey, I went to this concert. When you're not a concert goer? I'm, I'm, I mean. I, I, yeah, we went and saw Johnny Dynamite. Oh, yeah, Johnny Dynamite. There are we always these bands Eyes, I never heard of. Waxahachie. Wax, I mean, I didn't pay for those. Are these big, Me famous either. bands that I'm just too old to know, or are these Bright obscure? Eyes is big. Bright Eyes yeah. is big. But Super Bright Eyes, I think I heard of. But Johnny Dynamite, I paid for it, and that's that's a friend of mine, and he's got a great new album. He's, he's sick. really good. It's yeah. like very 80s stuff. You might like it. Okay. Yeah, you actually, I think you'd like it. I played it for Andrew. Andrew liked it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very, it, yeah, kind of very uh, much a throwback to that 80s style, you know, like Depeche Mode, Tears for Fears, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I love Depeche Mode. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell I didn't love Tears for Fears, but I like Depeche Mode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Depeche Mode, yeah. 
Yeah, but uh, so I saw my cousin who I haven't seen in 15 years since we were both 16. I hope this um, is going to get ugly soon. Is it get ugly? <laughs> this is just like some happy story. She's well, like, I just saw my cousin. Give me a second. Where's this getting crazy? Oh, All right. Sorry. So now she's got pressure. Now she's oh, got to no. throw her family under the bus. Yeah, fuck them up. <laughs> well, all right. So I was, um, I felt bad about seeing them, seeing her because the last time she was here, um, she stayed with my other cousins, and then she was supposed to come stay with me. And then like the day she got to my house, she like lost her shit, threw a ter- temper tantrum, and like went wanted to go back to my other cousin's house. Wow, and temper tantrum. Like you didn't fif- describe it that way when like, you told me. Yeah, for like 15 years, I always thought she just hated me. Even though like we've always kind of been in touch, but I, I just thought she just like inherently did, did not like me. And then when I was in Italy, she had the flu, and I was like, oh my God, my cousin really hates me. She just doesn't want to be my friend. And so I was like really nervous to hang out with her. But it went well, but then I was hanging out with like my rest of my family and it was a lot it was just like i don't know you have a family and so <laughs> you probably know andrew doesn't have a family do you feel like i guess i guess the the point of my story tonight was not so much a, a complaint but more a question for you guys as okay. to like how do you guys feel about like families and like your obligation to your family and like your children's obligation to like you what i don't get that question i don't either Okay, Rephrase so like, that. Make it more you specific. have an obligation to your kids, right? You yeah. made them. They're your humans. Yeah. You're responsible for them forever and ever. Right. Right? So don't you feel like your kids are always, like, have an obligation to you to, like, hang out with you in, like, 15 years? What about cousins? And then, like, cousins, right? Like, like, like your, uh, like, got, like your wife's, your wife's second cousin, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, people who maybe you don't have the most in common with, but, like, you kind of get along, but your family, so you, like hang out with them right 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 how do you guys feel about that how do i feel about i hate it those kind of like uh, like family obligations they, well yeah i mean i i guess it's funny because that did just come up while i was in florida because my cousins lived down there and we we had a big dinner the day before we left and they're cousins that I don't see a lot. And I have other cousins that I see even less mm. that I'm old. And, and, and you have this happen whenever you meet those family members where everyone's like, we need to hang out more. Why is it always at a funeral? They always say that, Ugh, you yeah. know, and then there's certain cousins where you're going, no, we don't hang out a lot because we are so t- we <laughs> we're so gotta- different. And then there's other ones that you don't hang out with and you just kind of don't know why. We but there sometimes is a reason. We is that out, what you're asking? We hung out with your yeah. cousins three times last week. We still haven't gotten vegan fondue with my my cousin. Yeah, well, but Overdue. that's your fault. I know. Uh, <laughs> I have a I have a cousin in Israel. When I went to Israel, my dad handed me a telephone He's not book. Not giving any advice on this. Go ahead. Well, I, I didn't want advice. I just wanted like, how do you feel about no, it? No, I'm just saying. I had a t- he gave me a telephone book full of relatives to go visit when I was on birthright. And, you know, I don't remember half these people or most of these people. And, like, one of them is still angry at me that I didn't go visit him. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know. I was, like, three, two I years. I barely know you, right? I was two years old when I met you. Yeah. I'm in the phone book, for God's sakes. Do you ever try to close the gap with those kind of relatives where you're like, let's, I feel let's guilty. see each other. Let's I, I'm of set the school, something up. Yeah, I feel responsible. Like, that's what Andrew was kind of like, do we have to hang out with your family again? And I very much feel like I need to make an effort to be friends with my family mm-hmm. yeah 
Well, I love I love Bob, Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob is the best. Well, like that's something I said to my son on this trip. You know, like just because, like, you got to keep that. I, I, he's so young that they don't think about that they're hurting somebody's feelings. You know, I'm like, you can't. I'm like, I could tell my wife was having such a good time. Like this was like. On top of it being beautiful, every single day we were there and everything we're looking at is stunning. You're on the beach, it's the water super blue and it's awesome. And on top of it, we're eating great meals and this woman at the same time is like, it's like my wife has a new sister, you know what I mean? And they do get along. So I'm like saying to my son, like, it's normal that my son feels a little awkward because he's probably in my head going, I don't fucking know this person. Now we got to sleep here for a week. I get it. But I'm like, shut the fuck up and suck it up because your mom is having the greatest time of her life, but you're not old enough to know. So there's certain people... You, you can never tell them <laughs> that that I, I don't know. Am I making a point? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, be nice. Be considerate about how other people are enjoying. Just do it for them. I yeah, mean, yeah. if if yeah, yeah. Um, Andrew, are you close with your cousins? <laughs> um, uh, not really. I mean, I was I was uh, I spent more time with them when I was younger, and I lived in New, New Mexico, but. Um, now that I moved to New York, I I don't spend a substantial amount of uh, time with my cousins. But I mean, they they text me sometimes, you yeah. know. Uh, one time, one of them came to visit, you know. But uh, I wouldn't say I'm super close with them. Yeah, I'm close with some of my cousins, my first cousins. My cousins are hard, you know. Yeah, they're erect most of the time. And uh, what did they do to you? What? What did they do to you? They didn't do anything to me. What did they do? They didn't do anything to me. You said something. I said they're erect most of the time. They, they <laughs> it, was bad, it was a bad <laughs> joke. They're erect. It was a bad joke, so I was trying to move past I didn't past even them. notice he said that. <laughs> I'm trying to move past I'm it. like, I'm going to hold you to this. <laughs> well, if, that, if that's as bad as your problems are ever going to get, your life is good. Because, I mean, that's not such a and big And then they got deal. on well. They got on real well. They're friends now. She apologized. Yeah. <laughs> for leaving. For me. For, for not hanging out with me 15 years ago. So. Yeah, whatever. So is there a big age or, difference? No, we're, that's it. We're like almost the same age. Oh, right. And like back then, like my Italian was pretty good. I was like super pumped. Oh, yeah. I don't remember this, but she told me, she's like, I remember you were trying to make me feel better. And you were like, we're going to go play mini golf. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like me. <sighs> that's definitely my vibe. Right. Like, but uh, you're 15 years old, though. I mean, yeah. You're th- I mean, it's just you're a total different person now than you were then. So that's why you resurface these relationships sometimes because yeah. you're like, but I, well, well, just uh, or sometimes it's because your parents aren't friends with their like my dad if he's not super close with his brother that's going to affect my relationship with his brother's kids you know yeah exactly and and i told andrew this which i felt a little guilty about but i don't i have no shame it's like part of me really wanted my cousin from italy to like this round of hanging out and like hanging out with me and my other cousins who she spends a lot of time with last time I'm like I'm like i wanted her to like me more than my other cousins <laughs> Which is kind of fucked That's up. Hilarious. <laughs> but Andrew, let's, Whoa, I let's the table. hear That's about what you got podcast to, 101 got right to now. say. We'll talk about what I want to talk about next time. It's already no. 8.50. I'm on. Oh, we got 10 minutes. Yeah. Dude. I don't want, I I want, want the podcast I want to, cram to be an this. hour long. I don't want to cram this into 10 minutes. Let's take some questions. Let's. We got calls. Can we, we have, just we have, have a little we, taste We have a of couple of calls. Say? Let's take a call because that'll, that'll take 10 but minutes. But it's going to be about me. I don't give a shit. All right. 
We'll talk about me next time. <laughs> Early. We'll do it first thing. Early. We really don't have time for two people All right, to talk. here we go. In I hope we have volume here. An hour. We'll talk about me hey, next time. Hey, this is Bill <laughs> if it's loud enough. Do the first no. thing. Early. Uh, we really don't have time for two people to talk. All right, here we go. I hope we have Oh, wait. I'm you, have, you have I'm the YouTube made. playing. Oh, my God. I have I have YouTube playing at the same <laughs> time. You're like, shh, stop talking. so weird. Stop repeating yourself. That was so weird. I love technical difficulties on live podcasts. All right, here we go. Hey, this is Bill Montner from uh, New Rochelle, and uh, just calling to talk about vacationing in Florida and still feeling a little depressed and not really wanting to know why or understanding why. Um, Bill, we covered that already. You know, Come on, Florida, what do you expect? People of West Palm Beach, I think that's part of the problem is that you're not going to the right places in Florida. We covered that. You will not leave the Florida Keys feeling depressed. I tell you that. It's Ooh. probably the best place in Florida to go visit. There's a little whorehouse down there. The hard yeah, you can paint like your titties down, 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 down there. Don't, don't, don't. And then you know you got to come back to New York. And all the shit storm that awaits you there. So, um, this is a long you know, ass You got to be able to. Yeah. All right, I'm turning it off. It's Maybe too long. You, Bill. You ever been to the villages? Bill, that's a, I hear that's a party. Oh, the old people. That yeah. I had the worst barbecue I, I ever had in there. <laughs> oh, I actually inquired about um, the guy who booked me in Miami's friends with this. I guess, I think it's a comedian who opened his own club down there in the Keys. Mm. I think it's called like Keys, Top. Keys Comedy Club. This guy's name's uh, Dun, 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 Dustin? Dustin something. And uh, he looks familiar to me. So I, he said he'd definitely book me down there. But dude, the Keys are amazing. I. I just don't know. Uh, that's not the reason <laughs> that, that I get that feeling. <laughs> it's not because I'm in West Palm and not the Keys. It's fucking anywhere. On my honeymoon, I felt like that. In Italy, I just, that's how I get when I travel. And I, it's one of the reasons I think my comedy success has been limited. I think I definitely l steered away from gigs. I can remember early on when I used to work at the cellar and all the clubs in the city. And a TV show came about where they booked comedians from the from the New York City clubs to do this gig in uh, this TV show in Amsterdam. And you, how d I fucking turned it down. Like, how dumb is it? Like, I can think of things like that that were, like, good career opportunities and, or just cool gigs. Yeah. Turned down Amsterdam when I was, yeah. like, 29 years old. Like, yeah. what the fuck? But that's probably because I was too anxious to do it. Damn. <laughs> We get we got any more comments up there? Questions up there? Um, no, no, you motherfuckers! Come on, interact with well, us. Now I know I don't need to spend the whole week uh, posting the YouTube clips all over my social media yeah, to try we'll, to get people to. We'll be do live. TikTok next time. We probably should have just done. Oh yeah, I wonder what happened. I never, <laughs> I never told them I wasn't going on. Oh well, next time. All right. Well, we got another call. All right. Wait. Let me turn this off. We're good. Joe Matarese, it's speaker, comedian, Matt Bellis, calling from Princeton, New Jersey. You can check out my new website with that great headshot of me, mattbellis.com. But I wanted to call in and say to you, Joe. Is this an ad? The reason yeah, I love you this. couldn't relax on vacation is because it wasn't a vacation. It was a family trip. Big difference, man. Big difference, right? Not a vacation right. when your kids are there. You bring all your dysfunction right. wherever you're going. Right. Now, you brought it to someone else's house, someone you don't know. Oh, my God. That's just 
is a setup, man. Setup for stress. Hope you had a good time. And uh, I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Are you going to plug your website again? I was just going to make a joke about that. Like, and if you need some relief, you can visit my website at... What's his name? Matt Bellis. Matt from com. Matt, Matt Bellis. Matt Bellis. Good Matt Phyllis. Good friend. And uh, and third cousin. Oh. oh. Nice. There you go. But uh, to, to, to combat Matt there, what he doesn't realize is, like, uh, people always go there. They'll go, oh, it's not vacation when you bring your kids. My wife had a great fucking time, and sh- she was there with her kids, yeah. too. So it's like I – and I didn't have a bad time. I just had an anxious feeling in my belly the whole – just like in my head. I just felt – you know, a friend of mine defined anxiety as – and he. I always think about it when I get anxious. He goes, you feel like you're there, but you're not there. Mm. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly how it did, is. Did you get any time just you and Steph? No. That's a problem. That well, that that's why I used to get anxious on the Cape Cod trips. I'm there with her whole family, and I used to say, if we're gonna do that, we gotta let your fucking family watch our kids at least like three times. We sh- in a two week period, we should get to go out as a couple, cause you know, no, uh, we uh, we didn't we didn't get to go out just us. Yeah. We, I didn't want to leave my kids with. But ter- you said even the, on the, the honeymoon, woman. you felt this way. I think the listeners need all the facts here. That's true. Yeah, there yeah. were no kids on the honeymoon. Yeah. That's just, it's just me. I notice yeah. that I don't get it as bad when I'm driving to like Cape Cod. I don't get that feeling. Yeah. Because I'm the driving. driving. That's fine. Yeah. It's uh, packing, unpacking. What if, what if, okay. What if you went on a trip, you planned a trip, nobody told you how you were getting there, they drug you, you arrive somewhere. Yeah. Do you think you'd be okay? And then the same thing happens. Nobody tells you how you're getting home. Well, if I was in they another country, you. I would know I was on. I had to get on. <laughs> I had to get, what okay, did we, okay. we swam? Okay, this, this idea is <laughs> We swam the fake. English Channel. <laughs> but it, I would wonder if you would get there okay, you know? That's what's weird about being on the meds. <laughs> it dis- uh, Some people say it, 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 it puts a Band-Aid on something. It makes you, st- you st- if you st- you still have the feeling, even though the anxiety isn't there, so you're confused is what happens. You're like, because uh, you can't get rid of it all the way. You'd have to fucking crank yourself up. It's almost like PTSD up. of anxiety when it's not there because yeah. you've had it for so long, right? You're like, there's something yeah, supposed there, to be happening here. Yeah, it's almost like like a, like a, 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 someone who gets their leg amputated, they have that phantom oh, leg. Oh, shit, phantom anxiety. I have phantom <laughs> anxiety, even though I'm on meds. That's a good. That's a good album title. Yeah, Phantom <laughs> yeah, that's Anxiety. Good, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> it is a good album title. Right, we got another there call. One last call here. One I want to play. Call. They better be asking. I was a, a slow burn tonight, Andrew. This one might be long. You might not like oh it. It's a minute God. nine. Jeez. Here we go. So Ron Paul twin. I love uh, Ron. Calling regarding your issues. <laughs> I said it's Ron you know, Paul's it's twin. <laughs> he, you know, it's funny. He always usually plugs <laughs> his, his website <laughs> too. But he, and I wanted him to so bad there. <laughs> and he did it. He usually goes to overlawoffices.com. Yeah, but he I didn't do it that. this time. Here we go. Chemical imbalance questioning. Uh, I think it's time to reevaluate your medications, man. Uh, Adderall and some of the medications you're on can be a very powerful tool. Uh, I always I would ask if this, this depression is situational, how long does it last? Uh, if it's consistent, if it's going on for more than a couple of days, then I think uh, it's something you definitely need to look at. I think we all feel kind of depressed sometimes, but we, you know, you kind of know that there's going to be another feeling coming around the corner. 
But if there's not another filling coming around the corner, then take a hard look at it. And it might be your, uh, might be your medications, man. Uh, anyways, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of good stuff out there that's alternative to the medications that you started when you started taking the, the Lexa and the Adderall. Anyways, talk to you soon, man. Overlawoffices.com. Overlawoffices.com. Yeah. Little does he know we just pegged it as phantom anxiety, but it's okay. Yeah, it's phantom anxiety. It's not the meds. Well, I mean, <laughs> what's good about being on meds for a Sounds long like a time <laughs> and being older, like one of the good things about being older, too, is is you got a lot of years so you can weigh things and figure it out. So like what he's saying, maybe it's the meds. Which makes no sense. Then why would I feel that way before I was on meds? It's not the meds I'm, doing yeah. it. This I'm is, new on the Wellbutrin. Yeah, you're on Wellbutrin. Frankie used to take Wellbutrin. Woo! What a wild ride. Andrew, that was not a drug for me. Oh yes, yeah, so I take the Wellbutrin. You really? You take Wellbutrin? What's Wellbutrin? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the Wellbutrin. I thought you were trying to cue me into some Irish character. I'm again. always amazed by like what makes a psychologist prescribe like. Me, Celexa, and you, Wellbutrin, and someone else. Survive. Well, I got ghosted by the psychiatrist that prescribed me Wellbutrin, so I'll never know. Yeah, I, th- I feel like they just uh, who they get paid from. Yeah, who you gives think? them free shit? Whatever on the shelf, you know. Like, wh- my th- I think there was a time my wife was on Lexapro and Wellbutrin. Oh shit! But only a really short amount of time. Then she tried to go off Lexapro, and she got real. She suffers from depression, no anxiety. She's not a worrier, but. When she goes off those meds, she, I can't tell, you know, because when you go off the meds, you'll get really depressed. But that's just because you're going off the meds. It's not because you're a depressed person. So it gets confusing. Joe, could you give us an ad for uh, Adderall, please? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Are you having trouble focusing? Hmm. Is reading difficult what? all the time? <laughs> Do you fall asleep when reading the newspaper? <laughs> when school, when you were growing up and the teacher was giving a lecture? Did you have spit on your table from your naps? Try Adderall. A-D-D-E-R-A-L-L. You will fix those problems. You'll be reading in no time. You'll be picking up things. (laughs) You'll be spotting things from a distance that you never used to see. Hey, what's that? Just go to Adderall.com or Dover Law Office. Only take with a licensed psychiatrist. Does not... uh, it does not cover depression or other other psychiatric illnesses. It may cause phantom anxiety. <laughs> 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 nice callback. Peter nice. Goldman says Abilify will help uh, the Selexa work better. Do you know For what really? that is? Abilify. No. Yeah. Abilify. I think he might be, he might be making a joke like Abilify. that. Might be something that someone uses who's a transgender. Like, does that is that a hormone? No, is your Selexa <laughs> oh, not working as good as it could be? Mm. Do you, you feel like it. there's just something missing? It would have been Abilify. Fun. It Time been to select. If it was a drug that was going to make me have tits, <laughs> and I started taking it. Hey, that would lower your anxiety, you know? You got so something relaxed. to play with. You got two stress I balls right you, here. having boobs will not make you feel relaxed. <laughs> well, 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 I, I think you'll appreciate this. Um, okay. I think you're going to really appreciate this, uh, Andrew. Whoop, that wasn't what I wanted. I don't know what just happened. There we All go. All right, yeah. This, this is the only so, thing. So, uh, yeah, there's a, a lot went on on this episode. Uh, 
I, it's definitely not the meds. It's definitely me. What I was going to say is what I did notice on that vacation that when it, if I had to go, well, when didn't I feel anxious? I, when I went jet skiing with my son, I did it twice. Him and I had a great father and son day two different times. And we were, sh- we were shooting the shit and chatting like we don't get to do much because he's always on his phone or playing yeah. video games. I've always noticed a, a connection can make things go away. You know, uh, and I also, when I was playing golf, those at the beginning of the trip before my wife and kids got there, and I was having really good time with this guy Carl, I didn't feel anxious then either. So it's, I I think it I think one of the reasons why I'm an overly busy person, I because I just work on my career all day every day. When I got to go be on vacation and do nothing is when the anxiety i think comes in like i need to my wife's always like she likes to do nothing and i'm like i want to go to i want to go out to eat every meal i want to go to a fucking show (laughs) i want to go to a sporting event like i went so i was in the first day i was in west palm with my wife and kids i went to see the lenny bruce one-man show by myself Mm. like i like doing shit like that so i I mean it's tough to occupy occupy yourself 24 hours a day when you go away but i think i think that's what it is if i was to name this episode i'd call it doing drugs with your family yeah (laughs) (laughs) what would you call it andrew i would call it uh the beauty of ads (laughs) (laughs) i just laughed just like andrew did you hear that was an andrew laugh (laughs) impersonating andrew all right everybody all right plug your shits plug your shits oh i will be at the bitter end on friday night march 4th midnight this is not coming out by then i gotta do this show this is like a Midnight oh, yeah. open mic oh, on Friday. And also yeah. on um, it's that's a drunk. Oh, actually, this will be out. Crowd, oh, I would hate though, it. You know? No, um, there's it's not. Are they it's, young? It's sometimes sparse too. Are they young? And also uh, maybe on the 18th I'll be there, and then I'll also be at Adore Lay on March 23rd, 8:30 p.m. You just packed the place. That just packed the place. Come yes. check it out. Podcast is fucking huge. You just Come. packed it. Yeah. Everyone there. No, Free Adderall for everyone. Free Adderall for everyone that comes. What do you it. got, Andrew? I don't want to plug anything after you just said. You're not going to plug anything? Uh, just follow me on YouTube. Just so, subscribe yeah, you to me on YouTube, please. Go to his YouTube channel, everybody. There's some hilarious shit on there. Yeah. And he wants you to follow it. Don't just watch the videos. Follow it. It's yeah. probably YouTube backslash and some numbers and a word. Just search they, Andrew they, Steiner just, on YouTube. Just search Andrew Steiner. And uh, all I want to plug is the the Remember When show. I just hired a director and a uh, slash writer, Laura cool. Spate, is going to be helping me turn it into more of a freak like Leguizamo, like one man show. I'm not doing it in comedy clubs anymore. Uh, that song ended, but it's going to start over again. <laughs> so uh, come out though, because it'll be slowly converted. Even if you saw it, it's going to get a lot different. April twenty third. At City Winery in Philadelphia. It's a Saturday night. Just go to joematterese.com. Keep listening to the podcast and join our Patreon and hook us up with some money. Andrew L. Harms. Instagram, Twitter. If you liked my reading of the comments, (laughs) you'll love my telling of the jokes. Andrew L. Harms, Instagram, Twitter. Andrew L. Harms. Yes. And then... uh, Patreon.com forward slash pretender to contender. If you want to join, get all kind of cool stuff. I might start adding long stand-up clips. I might put whole sets 
in the on Patreon. I might Mark start, Norman does shit I'll put, like that. I'll put puts my, a lot of stand up on it. Can his. I put my ads, the, the all my um things that I submit to casting agents for advertisements? You know what would be funny? Oh is my god, you really do love ads. All the <laughs> all the auditions you put on tape, you, yeah. you should put we should put them on our the, the Patreon. Patreon. Would you saying. do that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Cuz I have a voiceover audition tomorrow for something that Let's I just saw yeah. in the email. I'm we'll, even in we'll some of them. We'll start putting them on our Patreon. Andrew you Harms can see our them. auditions yeah. everybody. And, here. And, and long form stand-up clips from shows cuz I film everything. I'm going to start putting like 15-20 minute chunks right on Patreon. Maybe people will subscribe to watch that. Yeah. And behind the scenes shit too. Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash pretender to contender. All right? Fuck yeah. Crank that music up and let's end it strong. Ciao. We gotta get a new theme. It's too acoustic. I'll find the theme for us. I do like that part though. It mixes well with like the intimate. We're like we're in a coffee shop, but we're still rocking. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, fade it out. Slow fade. Do an Andrew slow fade. That, that was, was not, slow. That was bad. That was that bad. That was a fast. I'm going to bring it back up. <laughs> <laughs> like we're in a coffee shop, but we're still rocking. <laughs>